This show is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. Visit betterhelp.com slash Padilla because sometimes existing is exhausting. My name's Anthony Padilla and I spent a day with Amaranth. Today we'll uncover the truth about how her popularity exploded during what's known as the hot tub meta and why she's considered one of the most controversial streamers on the internet. By the end of this video, we'll find out if entertaining millions of followers live has been entirely gratifying or if the stalking, swatting, and invasive attacks she's endured has been more tormenting than anyone could ever imagine. Hello, Kate. Hey, what's up? Why do you think some people consider you to be such a controversial figure? I've been trying to figure that out also. I think it's just because it's a girl on Twitch and she has cleavage. That's unacceptable. Do you think it's because you've been banned multiple times from Twitch? Maybe, but a lot of people have. How many times have you been banned? Five times. They call it suspensions, oh. not actual bans. Not banned because it's yeah. not permanent. It's like a timeout. What did you uh, do in that time? Did you reflect on yourself and say, I'm never going to be a bad person ever again? No, usually I just, I plan ahead for my content. I'll do photo shoots the whole time that I'm oh, banned. So I just give, get ahead on so stuff. So they, they give you a break. It's more of just accelerating the work that I would be doing so that when I come back, I, I can just stream that week and not have to take the photo shoot days. Have you ever publicly broken down your revenue sources and how much they bring in? The biggest one is OnlyFans. And are we allowed to say that? An undisclosed website for fans. Okay, I make about 1.3 to 1.4 million a month currently. And then my second biggest one, Patreon. Over 100K there right now a month. I think Twitch is the third one and I make about 100K there a month. Damn, what am I doing on YouTube? <laughs> I gotta be on some <laughs> websites where fans go wild. Are you ready to spread? I'm ready to try it out. Um, anyway, um, <laughs> how do you respond when you hear people say that you don't deserve your fame or success? All you do is monetize your or looks or lick a microphone? There's like probably millions of girls trying to do what I do who no one's even heard about. So it's clearly mm. not just looks because I'm sure a lot of them are more attractive than I am. So it's also the dedication to putting in the hours, looking at each strategy for the social media is, is a lot of work. Before you started creating content, what were you doing? For work, I actually had a character company that I owned and we would go to birthday parties or do hospital visits for kids as Disney princesses. Ah. It was like a dream job. And then what got you into doing what you do now, Twitch? 2016, they invited me because they had this creative category, which is funny because now people are like, get off of our platform, Twitch is for gamers. You were like, personally hey, invited. Twitch, <laughs> Twitch invited me to stream. What propelled you into the massive popularity that you see today? Once the hot tub started in 2021, at the beginning the of the year. The hot tub meta. That's when I went. Who started the hot tub meta? People were doing uh, outside streams in hot tubs for a few years, right? Yeah. Off and on. I even did that outside in my pool. Someone got the idea to start using an inflatable tub inside. Within like 30 minutes of me setting up the hot tub, it went to 30K viewers. And I'm like, why have I not been doing this the whole career? What do you think was the draw? I think it was just the fact that this is something that people haven't seen before. Because before they made a section for it, it was all in the just chatting section. And so they would just start seeing thumbnails of like girls in bikinis in a hot tub and with various floaties. And they're like, what is happening? How was Twitch allowing this? Oh. So it was kind of like they would tune in to see like, are they gonna get banned live?
live. I want to be here when they get banned because I'm mass reporting it right now. And then some other people were just enjoying the view. And what made it so controversial? There's a lot of Twitch's audience that for some reason are just against women using their looks. And it's funny because video games do that constantly. Dead or Alive Beach Peace Volleyball. I play that game for the volleyball. It seems to be accepted widely when male-dominated industries use women for looks, but when women start using their own looks, it's not acceptable anymore. What have been some of the ways that you've been attacked online? Oh, I'll get like death threats all the time. People like, I'm gonna kill your family, or I'm gonna come in and kill you, rape you. Like, I'm gonna go to your barn and poison your horses. Does any of it phase you? It used to, and at this point, I think it's all just like hot air. Anybody who has the resources to actually make these kinds of things happen typically don't have enough time or the desire to hate people online in a mm. chat room. How do you feel when you read negative comments online? I feel kind of bad for the people making those comments. Life is short, you don't get that much free time, you know? And they go online and they just lash out at people. Mm. Like how upset with your own life do you have to be where you find that fun? Some people journal, some people go to therapy, some people attack people online. It feels good, doesn't it? It feels great. Does it? Because they keep having to do it. Even if it's negativity, it's still engagement. It's still another view count. Because people who like, have these negative opinions of you, you stick in their mind longer because that's just how human nature works. Haters are my biggest advertisement. Sometimes if I lock my chat into sub mode, yeah. they'll sub and I'm like, thank you for the sub in hate comments. <laughs> and I'm like, well, at least you me. still receive hate when it's on <laughs> sub only mode? They'll sub just to hate. And I'm like, thanks for the money. Are you constantly being objectified? Ever since I was nine, I would like run across my street to my friend's house and there would be guys cat calling me from the side of the street being like, what's up sexy mama? And I'm like At a nine? nine year old. Welcome to being a woman. Like if people are gonna be creepy to you, you might as well get the bag. A few Halloweens ago, I dressed up as Sherwolf, a werewolf that was also Cher. So many men driving by whistled at me. <laughs> screamed at me, said things like, ooh, hot mama, shake that booty rump, go bouncy, bounce, bounce. <laughs> I posted a community tab post on YouTube asking people, hey, let me know your questions for Amaranth. And so many people were like, she was fully exposed by Ludwig for, for watching Netflix and tuning into other streams while she streamed. Did I just find out that you're secretly watching Twitch while farming thousands of views? You watch movies and shit too, I bet. And people would like you to address this controversy. You're telling me nobody's watched YouTube or Twitch while they're at work? It's the biggest controversy of the year. Ace. You were working and then you weren't fully there. Present. Oh my God. You weren't present with your audience. Sorry, I'm not present present enough to read all the constant train of, pick a tit out, <laughs> show your feet. The yeah. real reason is because ASMR, it's meant to relax people. And I'm listening yeah. with headphones a lot of the time. Yeah. So it relaxes me too. If I don't want to fall asleep on stream, I have to have something stimulating my mind. What about when you are sleeping? Are you streaming while you're sleeping? Some nights I am. I actually you... have more viewers when I'm asleep than when I'm awake. <laughs> what? It's crazy. Are you kidding? No. When I'm asleep, it'll spike to 20K. Just uh, well, well, I'm like, where are you guys when I'm awake? Oh. When I wake up, they leave. Then what? it goes back down to 10K. And I'll have like an uh, alarm. And as the time gets closer to the alarm going off, people will just pile in and be like, what's gonna happen? I think they're hoping that I'll forget that I'm on stream when I wake up and just start stripping or something. Oh, <laughs> that's what you would normally do when you wake up well, in the morning. Normally I wake up already naked, but oh. you know, on stream I have to wear clothes. I only do it because society makes me. Exactly. Does any of that hate that you receive online trickle into your real life? 
Occasionally it does. I've been swatted so much to, at this point where the, the cops, they don't even have their guns out anymore. And I, I tell them, look at my stream too. If I'm online, that I'm not dead, right? And they're still obligated to come by. How often are you getting swatted? A few times a month, typically. At this point, I feel like I should just leave a table out with cookies saying, yeah. hi, like, take one, please. You mentioned that recently someone set your trash can on fire. I guess they were hoping it would catch the house or catch my attention. I'm really lucky because it was inches away from catching on the yard. And it was really unfortunate. Now that the police know that I get swatted so much, I tried to call in to report my own incident and they were not sure if it was actually me. How do you prevent that? Do you have any desire to prevent that? Or are you just like, oh, that just comes with the territory? I would love to prevent it, but I don't know how you prevent it, right? When I move and get my ranch property, there you go. I can do whatever I want. 20 foot chain link fence walls. A mode of crocodiles. Autonomous turrets. A guard team of kangaroos that will punch you. Or kick. That too. What has been your most disturbing fan interaction? A stalker. They were just blowing up my DMs like a novel over the course of like probably six months. And they would just respond to everything I did on stream as if I was talking to them only. I decided to read through them one time and it, I saw the evolution of crazy. It went from, I'm so glad I found you on Twitch. You're awesome, happy to support. And it evolved into, I'm so glad you're my girlfriend. You're amazing and I love you. And then it turned into like, I'm so glad we're engaged. He would Photoshop himself behind me in pictures. Uh. Oh, like I had like mirror creepy. selfies and he would Photoshop himself in there like holding my waist. And how far did that go? It got to, I'm in Houston. Isn't your friend going to come pick me up at the airport? And you've never interacted with this person no. as far as you know. He got a hotel in my PO box zip code. And so I could not go outside for like two weeks while he was in town. Is that just common place for you at this point? Are you just like, oh, that this is- That level was exceptionally crazy, but yeah, crazy people are very commonplace now. Do you find the people that hate you or the people that obsessively love you more of a threat? Both, because often they can actually be the same person. A lot of times they'll start off as obsessive lovers, and then when you don't acknowledge them, they become obsessive haters. Does this job prevent you from having public relationships or dating? It's really hard for me to feel like I can date anyone. What type of guy would be willing for me to ignore them for 15 hours a day while I talk to other guys online? He might have to be desperate because I don't consider myself like <laughs> the most- You think someone has to be desperate to try to date you? I'm not the most attractive, right? It's like, there's, there's probably girls who are just as good looking, if not more, who won't ignore you for 15 hours a day. <laughs> What makes all of this worth it? My goals still do make it worth it for me because my ultimate goal is to make this huge animal sanctuary, like not just like kennels and stuff. I don't want it to be like this little tiny shelter in my yeah. backyard. You want a, a Disney World for dogs. Yeah, there's one that I look up to right now, Big Dog Ranch Rescue, and it costs them, they said about $2 million per year to run. So you want to get to a point where you are comfortably bringing in at least $2 million a year passively. That's why I haven't done it yet because I'm waiting for my passive income to get far farther than my active income, so that way I can pivot my focus. Because you need that. Otherwise, the funding for it could dwindle out within a few years. Do you ever find that your self-worth is attached to your numbers? I don't really consider my self-worth attached to it, but it is disappointing if I see the numbers falling off. Because at the end of the day, you know, I want to have an animal sanctuary. So when I see like all the numbers kind of going down, because yeah. these platforms are being taken down, like Instagram was a huge hit. Mm. It really makes me feel like guilty a little bit. Guilty? Like if I had been more main stream, maybe people would hate me less type of thing. And yet you're able to 
retain that distance from your work? I just feel like if you let it get to you, it's only gonna get worse. Cause this isn't like my passion. Being a content creator isn't like what I wanted to do. I'd much rather be riding a pony somewhere in a meadow playing with dogs. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. playing Pokemon. Like I'm just like a six year old in an adult woman's body. I think people get that misconception like, oh, such an attention whore. They'll be like, you want attention so bad. I'm like, no, I don't. I want the money to do what I want so bad. Mm, I've definitely found myself feeling really hurt when the numbers fall. And I'm like, what am I doing wrong? What does this mean about me? Why am I not capable? And I do wish that I had your perspective. I think another reason why the numbers don't affect me on a personal level is because I don't feel like I'm truly Kate when I'm doing all of my work. So like my personality doesn't really change, but I attach like my actions, my streams, my content to Amaranth. My default desire is not to throw ass and get attention from men all day. What was your childhood like? I would say pretty lonely. So I played a lot by myself, had like Pokemon toys, super into Pokemon, had my Nintendo 64. My brother was five years older than me. So when we were really young, we would play video games together, but that was pretty much the only person I played with. On my street, there wasn't a lot of kids either growing up to play with, but there were a lot of dogs in my neighborhood. So the dogs became my friends. You grew up in kind of a conservative family. Your parents were a little bit more conservative. Yes. How do they feel about what you do? At first, they were a little apprehensive just because they know that men are creepy. They were very scared for my safety. The point where my parents were like, is this really worth it? So I'm like, okay, listen, I make a million dollars a year at that point. Now I make it a month, but at a year. And they're like, Okay. <laughs> they needed to see a number to know yeah. how cool they were with it. Exactly. I've seen some news articles pop up mm. explaining that you have wild investments. Oh. Can you explain these wild investments yes. with your millions and millions of dollars? I think the biggest one was the gas station. It seems like such a weird thing. You're like a Twitch streamer who got popular with the hot tub meta has a gas station. <laughs> Very uh, contrasting. Why yeah. a gas station? Well, my accountant came to me with this, I can depreciate the whole cost of the gas station building. The building is about 3 million. So basically I can take that 3 million and I can detract that from my total income. And now I'm taxed on this new lower income. So it saves me about 1.1 million in taxes. Now I have this gas station that I own and it makes back profit would be like $85,000 a year profit. I don't have to do anything. So you can either hold on to it for- Well, I'm in a, I'm in a contract because I'm leasing it out to a Circle K. <laughs> You're leasing your gas station to a Circle That's K? How that works, yeah. You also tweeted recently that you invested a million dollars in stock, Visa stock. Yeah, that's just a really reliable company. So I feel like there's you can't lose with that one. And I'm already up 100,000 since I invested in it. Why tweet it? Why, why tell the world about it? I started tweeting out my business stuff because yeah. Instagram got taken down and I needed some way to gain press. And they love writing articles every time I do something. So I just keep doing it. So you spend a million dollars in an investment that is almost guaranteed to make profit and you're buying marketing because every news platform that talks about this kind of stuff is writing articles about you. Exactly. Smart. <laughs> do what I gotta do. I saw some backlash that said something like, it is disgusting how you rich people can do all this and if we try and do this, we can't. It's like you could whip out your titties. You could whip out your titties. Or your, or your peepee. Or your schlongs. That's right. Because before I started doing social media, I couldn't even afford to fill up my gas tank. Now well, I, I own, own many a gas, gas station. Tanks. Yeah, exactly. Do you feel like it gets more press because people do have that image that you are 
just someone that uses their body and they're like, what? This person I think, actually yeah. makes smart business I think moves? it's surprising to people. Do you feel like they would be less amazed if you were someone else? Oh, absolutely. If I was a male, they probably wouldn't care as much. But because I look like a bimbo. I look like a himbo. There's nothing wrong with that. It means we're hot. True. You stream almost 400 hours a month. I did the math. There are 730 hours in a month. Is there ever a moment that you are not streaming that you're like, oh, I need to take a break. I need to step away. Well, I haven't had a day off for me since February. Every day that I'm not streaming, we are recording content. Do you ever have a break? I would say sometimes when I go to the barn, like sometimes I'll take like an hour or two to myself before then just to like relax and hang out with my horses and then I'll start my stream. You mentioned that your looks have a shelf life. Yes. And therefore, what you do has a shelf life because it relies on your looks. Do you have any fear about what will happen to your career as you age? Before we continue learning about the world in Amaranth, I'd like to take just one hot, spicy second to remind you that you can also listen to all these episodes completely uncensored on the podcast version of the show. Yes, I do mean especially the episode I did with Dominatrixes that was so heavily censored that you could not understand what was being said. And I'll also be getting the episodes with Mia Khalifa, Famous Cam Girls, Corpse, and Dream over there as well. The podcast links are all down below. And if you're sitting there wondering, Anthony, how do you fund this incredibly high budget series? Well, you've come to the right place because I'd like to thank Native for sponsoring and making this episode possible. Maybe you're tired of putting a bunch of unnatural shit in and on your body, I don't know. Native, though, makes it easy to switch to a personal care brand that makes all their products with simple ingredients. They care about the products you put on your body and are all about stopping the stink the right way. Trust me, there is a wrong way to stop the stink. I tried. They create products that are made with ingredients like shea butter and coconut oil that smell so good, you'll wish that you could do more than just put them on your body. Native deodorant also checks a lot of boxes, like aluminum-free, 24-hour odor protection, zero residue on skin application, over 10 cents to choose from, has a cap that kind of makes a sound when you open it. Right this second is the time to treat yourself with Native. Go to nativedeo.com slash Padilla or use promo code Padilla at checkout and get 20% off your first order. That's nativedeo.com slash Padilla or use promo code Padilla at checkout for 20% off your first order. And of course, you'll also be supporting this series. And while you're sitting there so graciously waiting for the next syllable to slip off of my tongue, I'd also like to thank Purple for continuing to sponsor this series. Purple mattresses provide incredible comfort while you sleep by using what they call the grid, the grid. which is a revolutionary ventilated design that allows air to flow through it so you can stay cool all night without flipping your pillow halfway through the night to find the cool side, which is one of the biggest things that prevents me from getting a thorough fucking night's sleep every once in a goddamn while. I'll wake up face down in a pillow and my neck will be fucked. But not with purple because the grid somehow supports and cushions my head. I used to think memory foam was revolutionary, but then I experienced the grid and I will never go back. And right now you'll support this series and get 10% off any order of $200 or more by going to purple.com slash Padilla and also using promo code Padilla. Again, that's purple.com com slash Padilla and with promo code Padilla, you'll get 10% off any order of $200 or more. Terms apply, of course, so hurry the fuck up. Now back to the world of Amory. You mentioned that your looks 
have a shelf life. Yes. And therefore, what you do has a shelf life because it relies on your looks. Do you have any fear about what will happen to your career as you age? There's so many girls coming up in the industry who are going to be younger, hotter. So it's there's always so much selection to choose from, and in a career where your looks are very important, I feel like it's so easy to get drowned out by just more attractive people every year. Are you hyper focused on your looks? Yeah, I make sure I'm working out enough. I'm eating a healthy diet. I make sure that like I don't get injured. Like I'll never go paintballing with friends or anything because oh, I'm like I can't have. You're very protective bruises. of your body. Like I even uh, fell off my horse during a photo shoot, and that made a bruise on one of my butt cheeks. And the important then, butt cheek or the less important one? The one that I could hide if I was on my good side, luckily. Oh, okay, but, so like, it's not bad. But from like a straight on back shot, people were like, is that a poop stain? I'm like, no, <laughs> it's a bruise. What's next for Amaranth? Well, I just made a rap video and it's centered around my 7-Eleven purchase. <laughs> and it's kind of like me uh, firing back at haters. I made it intentionally kind of cringy and memeable so that yeah. people would talk about it more. Because I feel like if it's too good, people won't remember it. So you have to make it a little cringy. A, a, little, a little bad, yeah. Stuff that people would be like, watch this. The song's already recorded, right? Yeah, song is recorded. But you're still shooting the video. Correct. Do you want to be in it? You want me to be in your music video? Yeah, if you want to. I would love nothing more. Hell yeah. Can we? Are we actually going to do it? <laughs> yeah. There actually is something really exciting that I can share with you. I recently signed a contract with Playboy to be on centerfolds that makes me a Playboy model now officially. Congratulations. What's weird though, even though Playboy is also centered around lewd girls, people respect it more. Interesting. If it's companies using women for personal gain, but they don't respect the women themselves as they do it oh, on their own. Oh, having autonomy sucks yeah. and is Being dumb. entrepreneurs, getting the profits off their own body completely, that's weird. What do you think is the biggest misconception about you? I'm some kind of sexual goddess. You're not a sexual goddess. <laughs> I'm out of here, man. I thought I was interviewing a sexual goddess. <laughs> Fuck this shit. I'm actually very inexperienced oh. sexually. I've had like one partner before, so my body count's really low, and I think people always expect it to be high, especially if you monetize right. your body. Do you think there are any of your viewers that just heard you say that you are not this image that they have in their head of what you're like and are now disappointed? Oh, I'm sure there are. They're like, what? She's not gonna fuck me? <laughs> what? Yeah, I don't do hookups. I am I'm sorry. I am so sorry for all the dreams that have been broken today. <laughs> Tiny little violet. All right, you got five seconds to shout out or promote anything you want directly into camera. Go! You can find all my active links on downbad.com because by the time you see this at some point, one of those platforms may have changed. There's no point in shouting out them individually. Subscribe to Anthony's channel. He's awesome. Great content. Loves talking to controversial people. Mm -hmm. That way you learn more about them. That's maybe, right. maybe you find out that they're not just, you know, attention whores online. They're actually people. Well, there you have it. I spent a day with Amaranth. And one thing that inspired me most is Kate's ability to detach herself from the negativity that she receives online. And she's able to see that more as a reflection of the person leaving the comment than her. And how she's kept her sights focused on her passion for animal welfare. And I feel like we could all use that kind of empathy in our lives. People on my fans' websites ask for new concepts. I have to be like, 
what is that? I have to go to the hub. You're like, what is what missionary? Is. What is that? <laughs> that one I know. Some of the others, <laughs> like JOI videos. I didn't know what that was. Joy? I wish. Instructions. A jack off instructions. Yeah, I didn't know what it was. Oh, is it like ASMR no. as well? No. I thought it was like, <laughs> okay, so take your hand. Oh, it's not whispering. And then you grip it. You could start one right now. It's a fan's account. That could be my next career. It could be. No. <laughs> my manager said no. <laughs> it might not be very brand friendly. 